0: Every day, your goals are asking you, are you willing to do the things it takes to get it done? ReliQuest mental performance coaches, Dr. Nicole Detling and Darren McMaines discuss insights and strategies to help you level up and consistently do the things necessary to achieve your personal and team goals. Welcome to do the things powered by ReliQuest. Welcome back to Do The Things, powered by Quest. I'm Darren McMaines. I'm alongside our mental performance coach, Dr. Nicole Detling. What's up, doc?
1: Dude, today's a great day to have a great day. What do you think?
0: <laughs> I do. Uh, thank you for letting me just uh, amuse myself with my what's up doc comment. It's such a bad <laughs> joke, but I love it. And just Dude, and it.
1: every time you say it, I totally see Bugs Bunny with that carrot, big, right. long carrot with a really long green you know, leaves right. off of it, just chomping away. So right. maybe next time I'll have a carrot and get a little chomp chomp when you say it.
0: I would enjoy that actually. Um, I would—you definitely get a chuckle out of me. Um, Well, yeah. Well, welcome back. Today we want to tackle uh, this idea around affirmations and the importance of it and how it helps us perform better. And the story that we shared uh, with with our teammates here at ReliaQuest, uh, a lot of people found interesting, and it was around this idea of how a password changed someone's life. And I know that seems like a quite a statement, but I just want to share the story with you all. And then doc, I want you and I to have a conversation around the importance of affirmations and how they actually work. And, and maybe some experiences that you've had with some uh, people that you've worked with and, and how it's helped them ultimately change their performance. And in some cases even change their life.
1: Yeah, uh, absolutely. let's do it.
0: Yeah. So there's a really cool story out there or a, a cool, like a TEDx talk that, that you can go check out online. You can just Google in uh, Mauricio Estrella, Estrella's E-S-T-R-E-L-L-A. Check it out. And what he does is he tells us the story around. You know, at every thirty days you get that pop up on like, "Hey, it's time to change your password," right? And and it always comes at the time when you don't want it to come, when you're generally in a hurry, right? So <laughs> nobody
1: ever wants to change their password, right? dude. <laughs> it,
0: it, it takes me two weeks to remember what it is, I and by the time know. I remember it, I got to change it. You know, exactly. um,
1: but,
0: but what this guy did was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. And this TED talk was from about five or six years ago. And what he was talking about was he was talking about a tough time that he was going through his life because unfortunately his wife had recently left him and and he was feeling a lot of anger, obviously. And so he gets that pop up. It's time to change your password. And he changed uh, his password. He thought, you know, what if I use this password as a reminder on something that he was working on personally, which I thought was brilliant. And so he changes his password to forgive her, forgive her. And so think about that multiple times a day, every day for 30 days, he had to type Forgive her into his computer, and as he tells the story, he said, "As the month wore on, I felt the slow healing begin to take place. By the time my server prompted me to reset my password the following month, I felt free."
1: Wow! Isn't that amazing? Right? Unbelievable! Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. And so he taps into this even more, right? He he realized, like, oh my gosh, there's like a hidden power of affirmations here. Um, and he started using his password to help accomplish more goals. Right. And so, uh, there's another month he was focused on just like appreciating the beauty around him. Uh, there was another uh, month it was about connecting with his family more. There's another one around saving money. Uh, another one about just going to sleep before midnight. And then there's a huge one where, uh, he, he just went for it and it was quit smoking forever.
1: Whoa.
0: Yeah. And how at how the time, yeah, well, here's the cool thing at the time of his Ted talk, he said that he hadn't smoked in 978 days.
1: What?
0: Yeah, crazy, right? So I, like anyway, so when, when I read this story again in, you know, us working at ReliQuest and being in a cybersecurity company, passwords are everywhere. And so I just thought like, wow, it's a really powerful way to remind ourselves of something that we're just, just something that we're focused on and something that we're trying to maybe cultivate in our own lives. And and there's tons of research, right, that supports the power of affirmations. And I know oh. affirmations can get uh, a bad rap, right? And I think affirmations oh, get a bad rap mostly because I, I'm a Saturday Night Live fan. Are you a Saturday Night Live fan, by the way?
1: You know, I kind of go in and out of it, I hear more quotes from my husband than, than anything else.
0: Fair, fair, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah. But remember, I think it was like in the 80s, 90s, whatever, when, when we were kids, it was Stuart Smalley, right? The yeah. daily, aff- right? daily Affirmations, uh, was Stuart Smalley. You know, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it people like me. Oh, right? my favorite
1: and, like, was when Michael Jordan did right? that on Saturday night long. Oh, that was the best man to MJ. That was fantastic. So brilliant,
0: right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, but how can we, because I mean, we're all, I mean, we're all people trying to do our best. Like, how can we tap into the power of affirmations? I mean, maybe it is a, a password thing, but what have you seen in working with, you know, some of your clients, whether that's in sport or business, whatever it may be, like where you've, where you've got people to buy into this one, or maybe some, some of the things that they used.
1: Yeah, that's such a great question, because you're right. A lot of people hear that and they just think it sounds very fluffy and kind of stupid. And you're saying these things to yourself that you don't really believe. And you're kind of rolling your eyes when you say them. And (laughs) for a lot of people, it just doesn't it doesn't land very well. And so a lot of times, though, um, what I'll start out with is if we're truly honest with ourselves, we all have affirmations that we use fairly regularly. Mm. But most of the time it's negative. So when's the last time you said something like, oh my gosh, I'm so stupid, or I'm so dumb for thinking that way, or I'm such an idiot, right? We all have those things that we say to ourselves over and over and over again, not even recognizing that that is an affirmation. So if you think about it, what really is an affirmation? It's we are affirming a belief that we have. Mm. So every time we say that to ourselves, we are affirming a bias that we have toward ourselves. And most of us, to be honest with you, if we are aware of it, we're probably pretty negative. We're probably beating ourselves up or affirming something about us not being good enough, right? Yeah. Totally. So if we think about it, we're there. And then if you take it one step further, does that really work for you? Is it helping you when you tell yourself for the 15th time in the last hour that you're stupid? Does Not that right? something that's working? Um, so a lot of what affirmations is about is really helping to affirm a positive belief about yourself, something that you know that you are or something that you want to work on or something you want to become. So just like the password example, this is something that he was working on and he was actively yeah. thinking about it. And he had to say it over and over and over again, every time he entered his password into yeah. a system. So thinking about it for us, um, I, I think it's really powerful if we think about who, what are we working on and how can we affirm that for ourselves? And so it doesn't have to be the Stuart Smalley, <laughs> right?
0: Right. Um, fair.
1: now becomes yeah. somewhat of a joke because of that, right. but it can be something like, forgive her that you say to yourself, you know, multiple times a day, every single day.
0: Yeah. And you touched on a few things I think are really important. One, I mean, I think it's got to be realistic,
1: right? It can't be like
0: this positive pie in the sky. Like that doesn't help anybody. In fact, like there's a (laughs) lot of research that even supports like trying to be positive in a negative situation actually creates more tension, right? Versus just, you know, as we talk about this, getting to neutral, just accepting like the facts are the facts. Like this is where I'm at. Right. And it's not until you can accept Where you're at till you can really take that next step, and so I think it's really important. One, realistic, Uh, you know, and and two, I, the thing I, um, I always think about is, like, what reminder can you build in? Because a lot of us have great intentions in the morning or right when we go into the office today, whatever it may be, or we're going to the field, and it's like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay locked in here. I'm gonna stay that. I'm gonna be I'm be this person, right? Like you're being intentional how you show up, and then all of a sudden it hits you right in, in, in the workplace, it might be something happened that you weren't expecting. Maybe it's an email, maybe your boss grabs you, whatever it is, something hits you that you weren't expecting. And then your emotional, right? Your emotional response gets triggered and now your emotions are up. And then the thing that you were intending to do in the parking lot, now you reach the third floor and it's gone. Right. And so I always think about how can you build in reminders to help, trigger, right? Trigger yourself to be and be more intentional about being the person that, that, you know, you're, you're trying to be. So how do you build in those reminders with, with some people that you've worked with?
1: Yeah. Great question. So there's a number of different ways. If you want to stay up to date, if you're a tech person and you want to stay up to date with technology our smartphones have reminders in them and you can have a reminder go off different times of the day, multiple times a day that just says whatever that affirmation is. You can also, if you're old school, like me, I'm pretty old school. I'll have post-it notes. I'll put post-it notes up mm. you know, with different things that I'm working on, um, on my computer, in my workspace. I'll have them in my car. I'll put them on my bathroom mirror which actually here's something about the bathroom mirror that I've been doing for years. So I have two boys. They're now 18, and 15, almost 16. And for years, I've written different affirmations, quotes, you name it, whatever it is on their bathroom mirror, just in a, a whiteboard marker. I just go in and I write something on the mirror. And what's That's funny cool. is neither of them have ever said a word about it. But I will hear it in their language sometimes. So they'll mm. use, you know, different words or phrases that yeah. I had written on the bathroom mirror. Um, so I know that it's being ingrained in some way or another. Yeah. So I mean, different things like that can be really powerful. You know, use what's around us to continue to remind us. You can also have affirmation buddies. So if you're working on something Hmm. and someone else is working on something, then maybe it's kind of an accountability, but it's more of an affirmation. So maybe they send you a text message once or twice a day or once every two or three days that just has your affirmation on it. And maybe you do that for them as well. Um, The more you put it out there and the more you see it, the more it becomes ingrained. So you could also put it on your social media. Put it on, you know, if you're on Twitter, you can tweet it, but you can yep. also have it on your um, your bio, your Twitter bio. That's your thing for that month, mm. whatever it might be. I mean, you know, we can use Canva with an Instagram and that's your quote. That's your affirmation. Oh, sure. Right. So just sure. the more we put it out there, the more we absorb it coming back in. Um, I think that's where the power really lies. If it's just something you say once, it's really not going to have an impact, which is why I loved your story that 30 days, every single day, multiple times a day, he was doing that. And that's where it started to have an impact. So recognize if this is something that you're working on, you can't just say it once or just for a day or just for a week. Um, Depending on how ingrained the opposite is and that negative side is, it might take even longer than 30 days. But I can promise you this it's worth doing because you are worth working on and improving. So That's it can true be true. incredibly powerful.
0: Yeah. I, I like your mom ninja trick, by the way, yep. just straight up mom ninja go totally in there mom
1: ninja. Yep. <laughs> right.
0: and, and write down, um, yeah. Quotes or helpful thoughts. I love that. You know, um, you mentioned something earlier too. Like we all have affirmations, whether you know it or not, whether you're intentional yep. or not, right. We're just products of the stories that we tell ourselves. And, uh, and then you mentioned again about like negative thoughts, being able to catch them. Right. And and yeah. I think sometimes we get in trouble when we're just like, well, I'm just not going to think negative anymore. And it's like, well, good luck <laughs> with that. Right. You know, yeah. it's just because we created this habit versus right. replacing. Right. So I remember uh, there was an athlete I was working with once that was really struggling with just negative self-talk, negative affirmative, like just, just beating himself up constantly. And something that we did to help remind him to like, come up with uh, just a way to replace those negative thoughts, with just something more helpful, right? It wasn't something like extremely positive. You know, it's like, I can't hit. It's like, no, I'm the best hitter in the world. Like, no, like, yep, you know, let's just like, work. hey, I need a good pitch to hit, right? So it's like more yeah. task focused, more something you can control. Good. And, uh, but the thing that, that we uh, started doing together, when I say do together, meaning like we came up with a plan together, but he was the one that was actually doing it. But we, we just called it like the pop stop technique, right? And so this pop stop was, you know, the the rubber band around the wrist. And so every time there would be something negative come up, he would just pop that rubber band to remind it, like just trying to create a a level of awareness, like, Hey, catch that thing. So he'd pop it. And then he'd visualize like a stop sign in his mind. So it was like pop, stop. So pop it, visualize stop sign. And then when you visualize the stop sign, then replace it with a thought that's just more helpful. And so that was one thing that, again, always goes back to the individual that, like if I just, if I just threw that down and said, this is what we're going to do with everyone. 5% out of a hundred probably love that. And the rest of them would be like weirdo, you know, yeah. but, <laughs> uh, um, but for this guy, it worked out great. Like he loved it, like created just new thinking patterns, which obviously, you know, the way you think impacts the way you feel the way you feel right. impacts the way you perform. And so right. it really changed his, uh, the way he was thinking and changed his performance And the, and, um, he found it really helpful. And so that was one thing that we did to help cultivate that reminder when he got in those mm-hmm. emotional situations, emotional being like tough game, going to an environment where the fans are tough, whatever it may be. But that was one thing that we implemented. And early on he went through roughly 30 or 40 rubber bands where he, you know, I was telling him like, Hey, don't do it so hard. But he was yeah. <laughs> get frustrated and he popped the rubber band. But, um, you know, but anyway, that was just a strategy that, that we had used um, before. Has, has there been any like specific strategy that you've, implemented with, with someone that you worked with that turned out to be really helpful or something that like the intent was to be helpful. And it's like, Oh shoot. Right. Cause, cause with everything, there's always unintended consequences. Right. And so yeah. I don't know, like, yeah. is there uh you can go either way with it. I'm just throwing it out there at you.
1: Well, you already gave an example of something that worked and I gave a few examples of different things that people could do and see if they were helpful for them. So I'll go the opposite side then Um, and where it could potentially be a negative. And you mentioned it earlier, you kind of hit on it where we can't necessarily go from I'm the worst that there is to I'm the best ever. And when people try to do that, that becomes so much more of a negative and takes you so much further into the hole than you might anticipate um, and I have had athletes do that before where they're, you know, it was their first year on the national team for whatever sport that they were working on and the Olympics were going to be the next year. And so they were, I'm going to be an Olympian and they would put the rings, pictures of the rings all over the place and they would have it on the background of their phone and all of those things. And it was way too much of a jump from where they currently were in their skill level to where they needed to be to really make that team team. And when I first encountered this one particular athlete, they had met with a different performance coach who told them to do this and great. Sounds awesome. Um, and I, I kind of took a step back a little bit and didn't intervene because I didn't feel like it was my place at the time and hindsight sure. I probably should have. Um, but I just kind of allowed that to happen. And then when this athlete didn't make the team, they were so devastated. Mm. It was beyond the level that they probably would have experienced if their expectations were a little more realistic. Um, It was just, but, you know, I got these pictures everywhere and I really thought I was going to make it. And, you know, so I do think we have to be really careful about, you know, being a realistic optimist is incredibly powerful, recognizing where you currently are and where you want to be. But then what are the steps necessary to get there? What's it going to take in order to achieve that success, which might be, you know, for an Olympian four years out, if you're a business professional, you might be looking at the next quarter or the next five years or the next 10 years, who knows? Sure. And you can't expect to achieve something within a year that really, realistically, even an optimistic, realistic viewpoint is going to take four or five. Yeah. Um, so I just think we have to be really careful about that with our affirmations, make them realistic and powerful. So what I would advise is what's a little bit of a stretch, something that's going to yeah. challenge you that you're going to have to work for it. It's not going to be easy. You will have to work for it. But with that hard work, there's a likelihood that you can achieve whatever that might be.
0: Yeah. I like that. And, and that's, that's the do the things right. Doing the things that others aren't willing to do, like doing the things is being intentional around your affirmations that stretch you, that Mm -hmm. force you to work beyond your comfort zone a little bit, because that's the only way you can grow. That's the only way you're going to get better. So there needs to be some sort of affirmation that stretches you just enough into this space of being uncomfortable. That's going to call you to action to be able to do those things. And then, and then when you do it, obviously then you expand your comfort zone and then you can do a little bit more. And then that's just how you keep doing, just uh, getting a little bit better, right. Going forward. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, for me, it's like the, the, the biggest takeaway here for me is the importance of. Well, I love what you said. Right, we all have affirmations, whether you know it or not. I mm-hmm. love that, and so it's just being intentional. And then the second piece is around being realistic, right? Just being realistic, but that realistic optimist, that, that realism that just stretches you beyond that forces you to, to work just a little bit harder, a little bit smarter, be a little bit more efficient that gets you to that place of like, God, this is really uncomfortable. Hey, that's a good place to be. Right. Cause that's where growth happens. And so exactly. whatever that story is, you need to tell yourself to get you to that place. Like that's what you need to start to cultivate and be intentional about every day.